You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Let's do this. It's Tuesday. Good morning. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Coming to you live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. And what I've been told is an extremely frigid Calgary, Alberta, Canada. There's an extreme cold alert going on right now. For the love of Christmas. Try to stay warm today. It's not good, George. uh, Hello? It's not good. It's bad. I just walked Um, across the street and I hated it. Okay. Uh, That's the voice of Maddie Rose. Um, Are you safe? Are you okay? Safe. Alert. Aware. We were a little concerned about your whereabouts this morning. Yeah, that's fair. No worries, though. Just a man of mystery. You're a guy, uh, you do a great job with the Rose Report. Uh, you're a great co-host. Uh, you're just all, all around good dude. And um, technical director Alex Brody's like, um, Maddie's not here. And I'm like, well, I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure he'll show up. Yeah, the reason was, uh, was I was that fast reason? asleep. Yeah, was that reason uh, you slept through your alarm this morning? Yeah, all four of them. How? Well, Were I you ass- in a coma? Are no, you okay? I, I assume that when I went to push sleep, I've turned off an alarm. And, uh, yeah, here we are. Made it for the wow. show. No problem. Now, we've all had this in our lives. I think that... Where you know what? It's that pre-Christmas, maybe, where I'm like, ah, hmm. A lot of stress, a lot going on. You need you need your rest. We've all, we've all had this in our lives where we've overslept for something, an important uh, meeting, work, whatever it is. All of us have overslept at some point of our lives. At what time did you look at the clock and realized, oh, my God, I got to be at work? When did that happen this morning? Uh, About 17 minutes ago. Oh, okay. So something internally in your internal body clock's like, yo, Maddie, we got to get to. No, no, no. Brody called me. Oh, okay. Yep. So uh, there's a lesson uh, learned uh, to all you uh, young, uh, aspiring, not expiring. Well, we're all expiring, actually. Uh, aspiring broadcasters. Uh, Alex is like, should I text him? I go, well, maybe you should Don't call ever him text, text me. No. Yeah. Phone call. Yeah. So you, you spoke to Alex Brody approximately now 21 minutes ago in your bed, and now you've made it into work in time for the show. Yeah. It was what? It's pretty good. 549? Yeah. I think. Let me check here. Recent? Yeah. 549. It's pretty good. Missed the first one. Ignored yep. the first one. Call them back yeah. immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then when did you have that oh my God moment? Uh, it's when I rolled over and looked at my watch and realized it was a phone call and not an alarm that was waking me up. Oh, okay. So uh, we've all had that panic set in. We've all had that instance. Um, have you ever missed a show oversleeping? Oh, yeah. It's a miracle I'm still here, George. Really? Oh, yeah. How many times that happened to you? 
I don't know, a handful? It hadn't happened in a really long time. I don't really want to go into it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, you know how we like to swim around in the pool of truth. Here. Yeah, well, I didn't this... know it was such a sensitive topic with you. I apologize. Uh, but, uh... You know, it's <laughs> 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 being late. I love it. Um, yeah, it's not the best. No, it's um, not good. No. Um, well, what I do want to uh, do you want to hear my big sleep in story on on the radio, working and broadcasting? I would love that. So uh, the Jeff Blair show on Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto, used to air from 9 to noon. Yes. Before he did, uh, you know, Blair and Barker, which is one of the best shows on the Sportsnet radio network. So I was filling in for Jeff Blair. And uh, this was a few years ago. Um, I was living in Niagara Falls, which is a good 90-minute drive to downtown Toronto. So for some reason, I set my alarm really early. For some reason, uh, I look at my phone. It is 8.45 a.m. and I'm in bed. <laughs> I have to be in Toronto at 9 a.m. 15 to minutes show. to get to, uh, to yeah, get down. Not, oh, yeah, yeah, not a problem. Just a quick jaunt. No yeah. problem. Yeah, even if I had a helicopter, I wouldn't have made it on time for <laughs> yeah. the show. Like a That's... jet. You, well, you would need a place to land it. That would be one of your biggest problems. Right. Then Rogers Roof. So yeah, roof it's got a, a, That's where a helicopter would work, I'm sure. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to call my boss, Dave Cadeau, at the time. I go, hey, um, you know, this never happens to me. Uh, I can't make it to the show. I overslept. Like, all right, that's like your mulligan. Don't let it happen again. It's cool. So that was my whoops. Totally overslept. It's definitely one of the reasons that I've moved that I live close to the station for situations. Really, such this as has this. been that much of a problem. Well, not no, no. That makes it sound egregious. But it was one of those things that I hate the commute to work, so I always wanted to be as close as I possibly could. Like Is for he- probably seven years, I have been within a ten-minute driving radius of work. Okay, and that is like um, at the absolute busiest downtown is. Like today, it took me three minutes to get here. Were you speeding? No, I wouldn't speed. I didn't run any reds either. I followed yeah, all the laws. Don't do that. But there was some you know, pleb Pat- in front of me who was really taking his time, and it was not okay. <laughs> helping with the nerves. I'll tell you that for free. Um, you know that uh, myself and Patty Dumas would have carried the mail before you got here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just worried about finishing this. No, never mind. It's fine. It'll be good. So, um, are you are you trying to type as we do the show here? To do no, the no, 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 no. See, I've done this before, so I have a method to my madness. Okay. So I, yeah, it'll it'll it's fine. It's gonna be good. I don't like to give away my trade secrets here, Georgie. I don't want to. Okay, well that's fine. Pull back the curtain too much. Um, I was uh, we we have day number twelve, which is gonna be an awesome day. Of our twelve days of Christmas at Wild Rose Brewery. Oh yeah, um, it it's going to be a spectacular prize. Like I'm not, I don't want to oversell like my weak uh, use diet pop to get drunk faster story from yesterday. <laughs> like I don't want to oversell. I thought a like lot that. of people probably like went about their day yesterday thinking about that. Well, that's that's essentially what we do on these shows. Like we can talk about the Flames and their game in San Jose, but stuff like that is the one thing that really 
will you remember about the show? For instance, Friday, when Derek told us about when he was at the Bills game as a Miami fan and he brought a <laughs> Bristol board yeah. and a Bills fan grabbed his board, ripped it, and ate it while looking into his eyes. Into his soul. That yeah. stuck with me. Yeah. Um, I was going to do, you know, 12 Days of Christmas. My idea was this, and Patty Damal, you weigh in on it. All right. Um, my idea was... Um, what should Oilers and Canucks fans get for Christmas? Oh, okay. Mm. Because they both they both had bad losses last night. Mm. And uh, in the middle of the night last night, um, much like you, Maddie, when Alex Brody's trying to text you to get here, uh, <laughs> Melancholy Malcolm sent me a message. <gasps> oh, did he? Really? That yeah. rascal. How's he doing? Melancholy Malcolm. Yeah, that rascal. He? Yeah. Is- what that is, is that troublemaker, Hanukkah or Christmas? Uh, I don't I don't know what religious huh. denomination third day Malcolm is. I yeah, know that. Congratulations. Um, I don't know what he is, but uh, he's ready to read some. Uh, I think some Canucks, and I think we might even hear some Oilers fans' tweets today. Well, that's just a Christmas miracle, isn't it? The it holidays is. Holidays must be here. My goodness, yeah, we we might hear a double shot of melancholy Malcolm <laughs> today. So uh, let's let's have like a, an executive decision between the three of us: myself, Maddie Rose, producer Patrick Dumas. Sorry, Alex. I was gonna go. What should Oilers and Canucks fans get for Christmas, or should people share their sleeping in, missing something story? Ooh, that's a good one. That would make me feel better about myself because technically I yeah, didn't really miss anything. Yeah, because it's very timely because you slept in a little bit today. Yeah, it happens. He was walking in as the ID was playing, so. Yeah, it's you're a legend. Timing. Oh, it's perfect timing. It was yeah. Actually, I I did it on purpose. I wasn't late. I got here right when I wanted to be. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. Yeah. And and you and Alex Brody answering the phone. There, there was no panic, whatsoever. <laughs> do you you guys want to do that for the twelfth day? Of I Christmas? like that. Let's do it. Let's send yeah. it on a Wednesday. Yeah, we, we want to hear from you, 960, 960, name and location. Uh, if we pick your text, your story, maybe we'll mix in a phone call or two coming up at 730. But give us your um, sleep-in story, something you slept through. It was work, it was an appointment, it was a birthday. I don't even know. But just give us your best I slept through something mishap. And uh, the best one will win day number 12 of the 12 days of Christmas. Again, I don't want to oversell <laughs> what the twelfth day of Christmas is going to be, but I can guarantee to you it's going to be a pretty sweet prize. Oh, I, I it usually is on the twelfth and final day of Christmas. I feel like it, friends at Wild Rose Brewery. I feel like it might be the best prize. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I'm willing to bet this is going to be the best prize. Yeah, so get those texts coming in right now, 960-960, name and location. Give us your I slept through something story. I was late for something. I slept through something. 960-960, name and location. We can also mix in some what Flames and Oilers fans are getting for Christmas. Yeah, I I do want to uh, make sure we we sprinkle those in. Okay, 960-960, name and location, because Melancholy Malcolm uh, shot me a text last night because the Canucks had a bad game last night against the St. Louis Blues. Very reminiscent of what went down Friday here at the Dome as the Blues thumped the Flames. But last night, we all know what's going on with Bo Horvat. We all know that the team blew so many leads at the beginning of the season. 
There's a lot of angst right now in Vancouver when it comes to the Canucks. Uh, so Melancholy Malcolm sent me a message last night. Do you guys do you guys want to hear his Vancouver Whoa, edition? Oh yeah, right out of the gate. I would love nothing. Do you want more. to? Or do you want to? Because I, I know he, I know he sent me a message. He wanted to read two sets of tweets from two fan bases. Sure. I think we saved the Edmonton Oilers one for the seven o'clock hour. I'm excited for that. I think that's a great place to put it. Okay, uh, because uh, I don't know. Like what I've gleaned from being in Calgary is there is a bit of a disdain mm-hmm. for the city of Edmonton and that team. Yeah, there is. And and listen, I yeah. think that for a long portion of my time here in Calgary, it was definitely more so the Canucks because it would have been the Flames and the Canucks having all of those battles when it was the Sedins and the Ginla and everybody in that kind of time, Bieksa and Kessler and Burroughs and all those guys that were on the Canucks. So they yeah. were long detested, but then they kind of fell off after the Sedins, you know, hung them up. So it hasn't maybe been as fierce a rivalry while the Battle of Alberta returned in the last season. But those two, definitely pretty neck and neck, although Edmonton is always always a little bit ahead. Um, 960-960, name and location. Uh, What are Oilers and Canucks fans going to get or should get for Christmas? And your best uh, sleep-in story, something you missed, work, an appointment, a birthday, a date. Uh, keep them rolling at 96960. Name and location. This is a good one already. Mike from Cranston. I accidentally fell asleep while my wife was in non-active labor, and I was woken up by a nurse because she was uh, said my my son was crowning. Woke oh. up just in time to see him born. Oh, there you go. Right in time. Didn't miss anything. Yeah, Mike. If if yeah, if you would have slept through the birth of your son, I don't think your wife would have let you live that one down. Yeah, I. I feel like she would want one. you to be there. Yeah. That's something that's pretty good one. You know what? Like uh I film weddings on the side, George. And one mm. of the things about filming weddings is you only really Cuz you get... cuz you love love. I do love love. That's one of the things I yeah. love. Um and <laughs> it it's fun because uh-huh. you only get one shot at everything. You only get one take. Don't mess it up because you don't they're right. not going to walk down the aisle for you a second time. And that's kind yeah. of the same deal with that. You know, I don't think you know, it's going to be a different kid maybe down the road, so it could happen again. But you only get to do it once for that child. So I would understand that she would be pretty upset at him for just uh, nodding off, quick catnap, quick fiver. But, hey, I'm sure he was pretty tired. So um, we, got a, we got a bit of a cynical text uh, today. Uh, would love to, but Matt never believes the crazy stories, so what's the use? LOL. <laughs> Sent the craziest and true hole-in-one story, but Matty says no way. All right, what was your hole-in-one story that I said no way to? Because I don't believe well, you. Well, you got a crazy... I am pretty... Like, I'm, I'm willing to listen to a lot of things. Yeah. But some stories, if you're going to be outlandish, you better have a little bit of evidence to back it up. Sorry. I get a lot of crazy things on this text line. Some of it are blatant lies. So I'm trained to <laughs> weed out all the other lies. I like that. Your internal lie detector, yeah. Is, oh, it's uh, sharp, is calibrated, Ooh. and ready to vet some text. Oh yeah, nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Your best, what you missed, sleep in story. Uh, Maddie slept in a little bit today. And what should Oilers and Leaf fans get for Christmas? Nine sixty nine sixty name and location. If we pick the best text, chances are you're going to win the twelfth day 
for the 12 days of Christmas, uh, courtesy of our friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Um, Flames and Sharks tonight at 10.30, the back end of the doubleheader in San Jose tonight. Late start, 8.30 Mountain. I said 10.30 because I'm doing the show from Ontario mm. and I'm watching it at 10.30 tonight, which is a late start. <sighs> Love 8.30s. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Nothing 8.30s for you, here. I know you. I know you have a general disdain for the 8.30 starts. But um, keep it rolling in. Um, do you want to – because Canucks lost last night 5-1. It was ugly. Melancholy Malcolm's dying to be on the air again because it's been a while. Uh, do you want to hear his Canucks fan tweets? And these – and one thing about Melancholy Malcolm, these aren't fabricated. Uh, these aren't fake tweets. These are actual <laughs> tweets that were sent by Canucks fans last night. Real human Canucks fans. Just, just reads them. Not not the bots on Twitter that are Canucks fans. The real no. Canucks fans. Real Canucks fans. Real tweets With last pulses night. pulses and sent. stuff like that. Yeah. By Canucks fans who uh, who saw their team lose 5-1 to the St. Louis Blues. Alex, do you want to hit it a little bit? Let's hear Melancholy Malcolm. Let's do it. Mm. Oh, so good. At Nutlock Zero. Eight more days of enjoying our amazing hashtag Canucks roster without worrying about someone being traded. <laughs> At Media Police 5. Hashtag Canucks expect me to watch this trash along with the unbearable animated glitch festival boards. Oh yeah, great. Sick. <laughs> At Poker Player 40. I am starting to f- hate this team. Selling my next ticket I have for my season tickets. A once enjoyable thing to look forward to has turned into the opposite. Oh man. I'm done until they start making some serious changes. Hashtag Canucks. Oof. Oh. Oof. At Fishing Guy 18. Defensively one of the worst I have ever seen. JT on the penalty kill looks useless. Standing still waving his stick on the ice. Seriously, what the f is that? Hashtag Canucks. <laughs> Pretty standard PK technique. At JR Tiger 23. Guess they are satisfied with the lineup tonight. Hashtag secretly tank mode. Hashtag Canucks. <laughs> it's not even that bad. At downtown 65. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Rutherford and Alvin almost make me miss Benning. Hashtag Canucks. And no plan Canucks. Trading away a second round pick to build a team like this is a genius move only highly paid executives are able to make. Not idiots like you and I on Twitter. Hashtag Canucks. A little realism there. Naran Atish. Any chance 5-1 losses can give minus points? Asking for a friend. Hashtag Canucks. Hashtag NHL. Oh, there he is. Uh, there's some anger. They're right in that fans. place you talk about, George. That NHL yep. purgatory. Yep. Not really bad enough to bottom out. Not really good enough to make any noise in the playoffs. Ugh. Couple good pieces yeah, if they um, want to trade him, though. Bo Horvat, Luke Shen. Yeah, um, they should be completely in on the tank, and uh, that's what they should be doing. By the way, hot Raptors talk coming up in the show later on Ooh, too. Really, Raptors lost uh, their sixth in a row. Obviously, uh, we can touch on a ton of topics with our man Tim McCallop, host of Tim and Friends on Sportsnet, at the top of the hour. But um, 
maybe it's time for the Raptors to blow things up. Because the biggest prospect uh, since LeBron James is going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft this year. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Maybe it's something, something the Raptors potentially should do. And we'll ask uh, Uncle Timmy about his thoughts on the Calgary Flames, who, of course, play tonight, 8.30 in the Shark Tank. No. Against the Sharks. Tomas Hurl. He did get the the gate like we talked yeah, about I'm, yesterday. You know what? I'm really looking forward to um, just how much Eric Carlson gives zero you-know-whats in his own end. Yeah, you think he's going to just mail it in any more than he did yesterday? Yeah. To be a defenseman who literally has no interest in being defensive is actually a sight to watch. <laughs> I like the way it's Luke actually put it yesterday. Yeah, he just has no little to no, no. interest in doing anything when yeah. he doesn't have the puck. Yeah, if he has the puck, blockbuster, showtime. Doesn't have the puck, he'd rather be on the bench sipping some water. Now, granted, not a bad place to be, but... At that rate, you kind of need him out there checking every once in a while. Just once in a while. Like I'm not asking for a lot here. Just every once in a while. Yeah. Or you could just um, keep leaving poor Mark Edward Vlasic and that other ragtag group of defenders out there, too. Have at her. Yeah. Um, by all means. Uh, it'll be James Reimer in that tonight. Rhyme dog. The Sharks. Do, do they still call him Optimus Rhyme? I hope not. Yeah, that, that was feels the like a nickname you kind of have to. You kind of have to be really good to have. You know, Optimus Prime is kind of a kind of a big deal transformer. Sure, you can't just hitch your wagon there and and then just kind of put forth the efforts he has. You know, you gotta live up to your billing. Um, we're gonna do the Rose Report. Are you ready for it? Oh like, yeah, no problem. His... You're good. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because. I was just a little concerned that I don't want you to feel rushed. I don't want you to feel unprepared. I have been writing a lot more in the evenings, so it's not like I come in okay. completely empty-handed. Uh, because there's a lot of interesting stuff that went down during Flames practice yesterday. We'll get to that. A few line we'll changes. Tonight. Yeah. 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 We'll get uh, very interesting, too, with one large individual playing up in the lineup. There's a tease for you. <laughs> um, keep those texts rolling in, 960, 960. Name and location. Number one, what should Oilers and Canucks fans get for Christmas? And uh, give us your best I slept through something story. 960, 960, name and location. Out of out of those two topics, we'll pick the best, and you'll win day number 12 of the 12 days of Christmas, courtesy of our friends at Wild Rose Brewery. I'm not going to lie, because I never lie to you. Well, you, Maddie, and, and our listeners. Yeah, okay. It's an awesome prize today, so buckle up. And I think later on in the show, Malcolm might make another appearance uh, because the Oilers had a bit of a, a bit of a bad loss last night to the Nashville Predators. We'll do all of that. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sleepy Matt Rose, yeah, Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. 
downtown studio. Stay warm out there. My goodness. Extreme cold warning for Calgary. Stay warm. Pack your patience. Bundle up. I don't know what other cliches to use. The top um, of the hour, Tim McAuliffe. Yep. Stay warm. Uh, use your use partners for body heat. Uh, okay. Pee in a water bottle and hold a water bottle to keep your hands warm. <laughs> Does yeah. that work? Yeah, that works. Yep, yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That's a pro tip. That's... <laughs> all we can call that that's a pro tip use use that how you will go about your day and and be better for it can i can i share another gross yeah please do always speaking of peeing in a water bottle (laughs) um (laughs) so uh driving to work one time uh it when i was working in toronto uh, for the Fan 590, driving from Niagara Falls, where I'm from, hometown. I'm doing the show live from Niagara Falls, Ontario right now. You wouldn't probably hear it because such a good connection. Yeah, you can hear but the calls for sure. They're very loud. You can just... <laughs> the background is roaring. Right over. Yeah, just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm driving to work, and uh, I had a lot of beverages on the way to work. Like, you know, I'm a Coke Zero guy. I had the big little bottle, not the two-liter bottle like a serial killer, but I had like the 710-milliliter bottle of Coke Zero and drank that on the way to work and also mixed in a couple bottles of water. Long drive. There's a bit of traffic. Yeah. So the Gardner Expressway into downtown Toronto is the main artery of the city. It's a disaster. It's only a three-lane highway each way to get into the, 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 the downtown of Toronto. It's always a nightmare. You could always take the lakeshore. That's a nightmare, too. So I got caught up in traffic trying to get to work. And I really had to pee, Matty. Uh-huh. Like, you know when you have that time where you're like, oh, my God, like it starts to get very uncomfortable where you have to pee. Yeah, it feels like you're like almost like your abs are trying to split apart. Yes. Like you get that, so, that pain in the upper stomach. Yeah. So I'm in my car. I'm stuck in traffic. There's nowhere to go. And I'm like, I have to pee so bad that I'm like, am I actually going to pee am in I- a water bottle right now <laughs> sitting in my car? It's funny how the brain goes from that will never be me to, yeah. oh, okay. Didn't think we'd be here today, but. Yeah. I almost. Almost because you know I'm a I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Yeah, I yeah uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you would a lot have of things a hard gross time me with out. This. Yeah, I, I a lot of things gross me out. So I'm like, am I actually gonna pee accurately enough into this <laughs> bottle where I don't get pee all over my car? Yeah, because that's something I just couldn't overcome. That's important. Mm-hmm. Because I'll always think of the time I peed in my car <laughs> and maybe splash the seat a little bit. You'd probably have to trade the thing in. Yeah. Because how, how gross that is. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, 100%. And it's not like it'd be the most... <laughs> this this is great. It wouldn't be the most concentrated pee because I had a lot of beverages. But still, I'm not going to pee in my car. So somehow, some way, I was like uncomfortably like sitting up, sitting down in my chair and got to the gas station like 10, 15 minutes later where I go like I started to sweat. This is how bad I had to pee. 
I somehow get out of the car, oh, the pull sweating. over to this gas station, and I'm walking really funnily. Like it's not I'm not walking normally to the washroom because I have to pee so bad. This is like the number one moment of my life. Somehow get into the washroom and then all of a sudden, if you ever this is old school and not many people would know this. There's an Adam Sandler CD from years ago, a comedy CD, where he has like the world's longest pee. Yes, That's I, I know. I, I know did. the comedy CD that you're talking about. Yeah, very yeah. much so. That's what happened to me, but I was this close to peeing in a water bottle stuck in traffic in downtown Toronto. I kind of wish you had had to do it, like just I, Maddie. Just I was to see how was it would have affected your psyche moving forward. But right? my, but my burning desire not to spill any pee in my car <laughs> held me. <laughs> What a enough to what, somehow some way what a ridiculous statement yeah somehow some way get to a washroom so there's a pro tip for you on a f- extremely dangerously cold day sure in calgary and the surrounding areas <laughs> if your hands are really if you want to warm up your hands be in a water bottle and hold the water bottle there you go that's what you need to know that's the most you're important welcome. things that you need to know uh you're welcome uh, Tim McAuliffe, host of Tim and Friends on Sportsnet, straight ahead. Keep those texts rolling in 960-960, name and location. What should Oilers and Canucks fans get for Christmas? And give us your best slept-through-something story. The best text is going to win day number 12 of the 12 Days of Christmas from Wild Rose Brewery. All right, it's time to do the Rose Report. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Oh, welcome in. It is a Tuesday. It is a Flames game day. We got the finale of the NFL week to get into. We get so much to share, so let's get after it. We'll begin with your Calgary Flames, who for the second straight game, We'll play down in San Jose. Very strange that the NHL has a couple of these this year where you go to a place and you stay there, play multiple games. The Flames will do it in St. Louis later on this season as well. Um, But the good news is the Flames were able to notch a win, a 5-2 victory in San Jose in their last effort out. Actually, it had the Flames improve to 4-2-1 in the Pacific Division, which you like to see. I know that the numbers this year haven't been gaudy and... Honestly, a lot of things have been kind of disappointing, but to look at that and realize you got a lot of hay that you could make up against the Pacific Division, and you've done pretty good so far. That's got to be a maybe a little bit of a, a good feeling if you're looking for a glass half full look at it, George. Maybe, perhaps, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully. Like, I, you know, I'm on the, uh, on the bandwagon. I'm on the train of the Flames have the easiest schedule the rest of the way in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got to beat those opponents, but oh yeah, I think all these games, those tough Western, uh, tough Eastern road trips they've had so far this season, I think it's all going. I think it's going to pay dividends in the back end of the season here, as long as they can avoid the injury bug, which lately they haven't been able to do. That is true. Um, As far as the lines go, we did see some new looks at the skate yesterday afternoon. How about this? Uh, Dylan Dubé skating on the line with Tyler Toffoli and Elias Lindholm. That's the same. Didn't change that. that. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau with Nazem Kadri and Milan Lucic on the right-hand side. Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, Back in the top six. Back in the top six, baby. Manjapani, Backlund, and Coleman. 
as your third line, and then Rizicka, Lewis, and Richie and Phillips kind of rotating in on that fourth unit. Uh, perhaps a thought, George. Um, you think Daryl Sutter feels guilty of scratching Lucic for three games and says, you know what, I'm going to put you on the second line tonight. I think that, you know He's what? He's off a goal. Here's, here's, he scored a goal Here's my thing. Sunday. He did score a goal. You got a, the, the guy was running around out there. He, I didn't think he had a bad game in his return to the lineup. I haven't loved Adam Rizicka the last two games. I understand moving him down the lineup. I probably would have maybe tried to give Matthew Phillips a little bit of a look, but at the same time, I'm intrigued to see if this does kind of be the look that they end up going with during the game or if this was more or less just uh, um, kind of switching things up, maybe sending a little bit of a message. It's hard to say right now, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see if this is the group that they go with because it's not really the iteration that I think a lot of people would have suspected. Uh, because we're so positive this morning and oh. on the glass half full side of things. Yeah, sure. That third line looks rock solid. I do like the look of that third line. Manjapani, Backlund, and Coleman. Um, l- like I've really felt for a lot of the year, you kind of have two seconds. Like when you look at that middle six, I don't yeah. always look at it as a two, three. Like Nazem Kadri is a good enough player that he kind of elevates you, but there's a lot of guys that you look at and say, okay, playing on the third line, they're not necessarily paid like you know bottom, th- bottom half of the roster type of guys. But I like it. it the thing is, if you have a line like that, that's a little bit deeper down, you can get some good matchups, and you can try and exploit that against your opposition. We'll see if they do that. Uh, Hannif and Anderson, the top pair. Uyghur and Tanev back together. Uh, Mackie and Stone were the third pair. Zadorov and Gilbert both missed the practice. Uh, One of the players that's not going to be in this one for the San Jose Sharks is Tomas Hurdle. NHL Department of Player Safety suspended him two games for high sticking. Yeah, suspension. Was was that like a breaking news? (laughs) Like what? Have you ever watched one of the NFL suspension videos? The, expl- the NFL or the, NHL? The NHL ex- explainer videos when they suspend yeah, it's like somebody. Yeah, some, like a mel- melancholy Malcolm comes on and does it. Yeah, so it always starts with this sound effect at the very beginning, oh, really? at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm going to say to you, I've never, I don't go out of my way and watch NHL suspension videos. Yeah, I, I occasionally watch just to see what the what voice guy is going to say. This is now, high sticking. Yeah, so that Thomas Hurdle play that you're alluding to, that he got suspended for two games. Yeah. We talked about it yesterday. I have no idea why the refs didn't look at it as a five-minute major, potentially, because they're allowed to review that kind of stuff now. They sure are, and it was pretty malicious. Uh, I understand he takes a couple of cross-checks. Two-game suspension malicious. Off the top there, but yeah, he's going to be, uh, that's it. Early holidays for Tomas Hurdle as the Sharks only play the Flames and then the Wild before they begin their holiday break. Next game for them after the 22nd is going to be in Vancouver against the Canucks. So uh, whenever you were going to do early, Tomash, Mexico, Caribbean, um, you name it, brother. Pitter-patter, you're done early. Good job. Off you go. Uh, Who starts the net tonight, you think? I said, what did I say yesterday? I said Markstrom, Markstrom. didn't I? I said Markstrom yesterday. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to go with uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And okay. uh, Dan Vladar probably gets one of the back-to-backs. Uh, the telethon today will begin at 
5 o'clock, Flames Talk with Steinberg and Friends is what we're calling it. Oh, really? Yeah, I like that. Uh, they then, changed the name? I I don't know. No, I just didn't want to put Gilbertson and Vickers um, and Pike all in there at they, the same time. <laughs> Are they really friends or more acquaintances? I think they're friends. I also couldn't fit okay. acquaintances in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. That's like not again, enough room. Listen, the term friend is thrown around a lot. Like, <laughs> I consider you guys friends now. Yeah. I think Patty considers all these guys friends. They've known each other for years. Are you year. sure? They work each other yeah. with each other forever. Yeah. It's a Flames okay. media yeah. market. Like, come on. Everybody loves one another. Everyone's here. homies here. Yeah. It's great. We all, all love right. it. Okay. That's a lot of fun. Uh, so, 5 o'clock, Flames Talk with Steinberg and Friends. Flames warm up will go at seven o'clock. Tim McAllister logos in there too. Anyway. Yeah, logos got logo with friends, Vickers and Pike, right yep. on. Uh, Flames Sharks goes at eight thirty. Pat'll have your post game. He'll have your intermissions. He'll have your call in show. And today, the Pat Steinberg Telethon is for men with California sunburns. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a California sunburn, a different one. Uh, it just means that you got it in California. Like we do a lot of local oh. charities. I don't know how this one snuck in here, but okay. I don't know holiday season. I thought that was like a specific time of giving. Sunburn. No, it's more geographical than anything. Can, can I, speaking of tans and sunburns, <laughs> real quick here, because a lot of people listen. Sure, I'm intrigued to see where care. this goes. Yeah, fire away. Yeah, uh, I, as as you know, uh, you and I have golfed a lot already together, uh-huh. and I love the golf. Um, I, I wear the ankle socks, like, because that's my move with my shoes. Sure. So, um, I like, my name would be like Whitefoot Russick, because my feet are so white that's compared good. to the rest of my leg. That's good stuff. So, even now, in the middle of winter now, almost as... Tomorrow's the winter solstice or whatever. Whatever, as we head into winter. My feet are still white. <laughs> my my leg is still tan. I got like a really bad sunburn over the summer that has just started to go away because I <laughs> sprayed sunscreen on my chest, but I didn't rub it in. So I had like okay. a big Z, like I was Zorro. <laughs> Of where I didn't burn, and then the You're rest like of my superhero? skin bur- burned. I I don't know right. if I would go that far. I felt okay. like a super idiot, but uh, okay. it just started to look normal on my chest, where I don't have like two okay. different tones of skin. Yeah. So, um, and that uh, burn was tans, early summer. So, yeah. I still have a crazy golf tan even now in December. That feels like a brag. Does that feel like a brag in the other room? I don't know. A I, wee bit. Or it's not good for my skin. I have no idea. I'm not a dermatologist. I'm just a Dumbo radio guy. 8.30 start. Flames Sharks. We'll have it for you right here, or you can watch it on Sportsnet. Let's get into the rest of the games yesterday. I kind of talked about it in the opening segment. Not an ideal outing for the Edmonton Oilers as they took on the Nashville Predators. A pretty good game. Both teams were well over 30 shots. Both goaltenders played Pretty solid. In the end, Ryan Nugent Hopkins would score a goal early in the third period to tie the game at three. They'd go to overtime. Predators have it down now into a two-on-one. And the score! Overtime goal scored by Alexander Carrier. And the Predators take this one 4-3. 
Very strange for the Oilers to not win in overtime when you've got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. It's Alexander Carrier getting his second goal of the season. Your game winner. McDavid did have two points, while uh, Leon Dreisaitl did not find the score sheet in a 4-3 setback. Um, Melancholy Malcolm shot me a text. Hmm? Wanted to read some uh, Canucks and Oilers fans' tweets. I don't want to give it all away because we're going to do it in the 7 o'clock hour here. But there was, there was some fingers pointed at Jack Campbell last <gasps> Really? 31 yeah, of 35 I, stops and Jack Campbell's getting fingers pointed at him, hey? I don't want to give it all away, but Malcolm said uh, strap in for some Jack Campbell slander coming up. Well, that makes sense because the Oilers did sign Stuart Skinner yesterday, so why wouldn't you want to... You know, man, they got their goaltending locked up. Oh, they got. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a three-year. They extension. got it locked. Yeah, no, what can go wrong? You got Jack Campbell, what feels like for another hundred years, <laughs> and now Stuart Skinner's locked in. <laughs> Sweet, Stuart Skinner. Listen, when you when you have mediocre goaltending, there's one thing you want to do in the National Hockey League. And what's that? Lock George? that down. Yeah. Uh huh. Like I, I you're in a an you're in a bad way. relationship with somebody you really don't like anymore, and maybe it's time to move on. You know what you should do? Lock it down. Lock it down. Yeah. Propose. Absolutely do that. Get her brain in with um. Yeah. Pop the question. That's what the Oilers have done with their bad relationship with goaltending. <laughs> Instead of moving on from it and trying uh, finding a way out of it to maybe for greener pastures and just a better, happier life. No, no, no. Ken Allen and the Oilers lock that down. Also, did you find it weird that they signed Jack uh, Stewart Skinner to this three-year extension? AAV is $2.6 million. And then they started Jack Campbell that same evening? Like, wouldn't you want to give the kid the start after you just gave him the... No, I don't, I don't think that's weird. I think I think they, they desperately need Jack Campbell to be good slash serviceable Don't here. they desperately need points, too? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'd ride well, Stewart Skinner. I think he's a better goaltender than Jack Campbell at this point in, in the okay. season. I don't know. But if, again, yeah. there's one team that locks down mediocre goaltending. The Edmonton Oilers. Uh, we also heard from Melancholy Malcolm in the first segment. He was talking about the Canucks and the Blues. It was not a great day or night in Vancouver. Letty, wide open to Walker. Walker's in and he oh. shoots. He scores. Bingo. Nathan Walker with the tally. His first of the season. That actually made the game 2-1. to one, Or pardon me. Two to one for the Blues, they would go on to win it five to one. Although the Canucks did outshoot St. Louis thirty-four to twenty-seven, the Blues two for three on the power play—a big reason they were able to get the victory here. And uh, as we heard, melancholy Malcolm, what's JT Miller doing out on the penalty kill? He's just standing there waving his stick around on the ice. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, Canadians were on the road down at Mullet Arena. Hoffield, or Hoffman rather, gives it to Doc. Here's Hoffman shoots and scores. Hoffman with the overtime winner, a three to two victory down at Mullet Arena. Those are important points if you're the Habs. Wait, no, you probably wanted to lose the Coyotes in this situation, don't you? Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, for the first time this season, the Coyotes were actually favored in Las Vegas. Really? Yes. Well, that's that's a hat to wear on your head, Montreal. Good for you. Yeah. Beat the favorite uh, Coyotes there. Congratulations. Uh, elsewhere, we had the uh, Tage Thompson show in Vegas. Hutton off the boards. Here comes the pressure. Is pinching in. 
Fitzgerald. Thompson's got Skinner in front. Thompson holds it. Shoots. Scores! She's so fun to watch. This goal is another incredible one for his 26th. 26th of the season. That made it 2-0 en route to a 3-2 win for the Sabres in Vegas. A little bit of a rivalry game there. We know that McDavid should win the Hart Trophy pretty much every year. Yeah. It's just it's what he what he should do. If they get into the playoffs, I want Tage Thompson to be, like, at least top three. Well, that's what I mean. He He's – if they were to do the nominations today, is he right there? You got to go probably 97-29, Tage Thompson, mm, Ilya Sorokin in New York maybe. Uh, but, but that's what I mean. He's had such an incredible season. There isn't really a defenseman. Oh, yeah, he's definitely in the conversation, and I don't think we would have expected that going into the season, that anybody who plays for the Buffalo Sabres would have been having this type of year. And, and side note, here's another reason why we need a best-on-best tournament. Uh-huh. Watching oh, that yeah. guy play for Team USA would be super fun. It's My first introduction to Tage Thompson was when he was at the World Juniors, and one of the things about being at the World Juniors, like Jordan Greenway did, if you're bigger than anybody, you can kind of take over that tournament. Mason McTavish yep. did that last year, and Tage Thompson did that. And then it obviously took him a little while to kind of put it together in the NHL. How about Elliot Friedman yesterday on 32 Thoughts being a little tidbit that there was a prominent team that could have had Tage Thompson for a fifth-round pick in recent years. When Tage was with Buffalo, there was a team that said, no, we're good, we'll pass. Oh, boy. Oof. But good uh, for him. Late bloomer. There's another late bloomer. Tage Thompson. So fun to watch. Uh, Avalanche beat the Islanders 1-0. That one ending in a shootout as we just ripped through the other finals here. Uh, outstanding goalie performances. Stars got by the Jackets 2-1. Jake Ottinger stopped 27 of 28 for the win. Daniil Tarasov made 32 of 33 stops in a losing effort. Nick Dowd had three points, and Dmitry Orlov scored the OT game winner as the Capitals beat the Red Wings 4-3. Patrice Bergeron notched a four-point night as the Bruins took a 7-3 win over Makachuk and the Panthers. Linus Allmark stopped 36 of 39 stops for his league-leading 18th victory tonight another pretty busy slate blue jackets and flyers rangers and penguins devils and hurricanes and the lightnings and leafs all at five o'clock then at six the jets host the senators in an all-canadian matchup blues visit the kraken at eight o'clock and at 8 30 it's the ducks and it's the kings monday nighter packers and the rams the uh, pat uh, pardon me the packers favored by seven and a half at kickoff the total was set at 39 and a half how about the Packers running backs doing work in prime time? Rodgers under center, Dillon the lone back, Lazard motions inside, and here's the handoff, Dillon follows Lazard, right side, to the end zone, touchdown! Now Jones motions wide to the left, quick toss, Jones left side, gets a block from Watson, cuts it back, end zone, touchdown! The rookie with the block, Aaron Jones like a rocket! Into the end zone, and the Packers lead it 23-6. to The call on the Packers radio network, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon doing work. Jones had 17 carries for 90 yards. He added 36 yards through the air and a touchdown. While A.J. Dillon had 36 yards on the ground, he also pounded in two short yardage touchdowns and had another 35 yards through the air. The Packers beat the Rams 24-12. to the pack now 6-8. and eight. The Rams now 4-10. and ten. My fantasy season is over because Aaron Jones was stopped on the one on one of the final plays of the game. And that's yeah. fine. I'm not worried. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, 
That's a bad beat. I said and it's fine, George. Whatever. Matt Matt Lafleur uh, being Mister uh, Sportsmanship mm. uh, when obviously uh, the Packers run the one yard line there, first and goal, two minutes to go. Uh, tells his team to kneel it because the game's over instead of trying to pound in another touchdown. I needed Much literally to dismay a I, lot of overbetters and a lot of fantasy football players. I needed three yards. Oh, that's tough. Again, hey, when 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 things are that close in your fantasy, and this is for everybody who got eliminated, if if, if you lost in such a close matchup, stat corrections happen. Like especially with your defenses, mm. you always got to worry if you won in such a close matchup or you lost in such a close matchup. If you can survive stat corrections, like there's a chance you could either win that game or lose the game. So just keep that in mind, Maddie. Here within the next 48 hours. <sighs> Sad. Uh, hey, uh, want to do a little Raptors recap for me, pal? Uh, yeah. You want to give me one sec? I can absolutely do a Raptors recap because again, it was a hard-fought match. And yeah, let. Well, hang on. Yeah, let, let's let's do it. All right, Pascal Siakam was an absolute monster last night for the Toronto Raptors. Scored 38 points, but the Raptors lose in overtime, 104-101 to the Sixers in Philadelphia, extending their losing streak to now six games. It's the same old story for the Toronto Raptors. They continue to struggle shooting from the perimeter. And Oh, okay. Hey, how about this? Most career games with 35 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists in Raptors history? Pascal Siakam had his fifth oh. tie in Vince Carter last night. For the most in uh, franchise history. We'll talk to Tim McAuliffe straight ahead. Maybe it's time to tear things down in Raptor land. Uh, locally, the Wranglers will host the Rain today. That's the Kings affiliate. That'll go at 7 o'clock. And the Stampeders signed Arith Jean Giraud, a Canadian running back who was drafted mm. by the Montreal Alouettes, played college at Montreal, was born in Montreal, and then in 2022, he played safety at Lincoln University in Oakland. So I don't know. I want to look into this guy a little bit more because I feel like he's a bit of a wild card. Wild card. Okay. Wild card. That's it. And good night and good luck to you, sir. And the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, South East. Straight ahead. Whoa, whoa. Straight ahead. Tim McAuliffe, host of Tim and Friends on Sportsnet. Still taking your text messages, giving away day number 12 of our 12 Days of Christmas, courtesy of our friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Uh, what should Oilers and Canucks fans get for Christmas? And tell us your best what you slept through story. 960, 960, name and location. And I think we'll hear from Melancholy Malcolm again. Big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.